Ever had trouble saving money? Well, here are 10 money-saving tricks most people don't know about. And feel free to leave a comment as to if you knew about these or not. Number one, use cash. Now, instead of charging things to credit cards or even debit cards, use cash for non-bill spending, such as eating out, gas, and groceries. Now, personally, I think the best options would be to use cash for eating out and groceries specifically because, let's face it, if you're driving pretty often, it's pretty much a hassle to try to fill up your gas tank every time with cash. And I also had a problem with this a long time ago where I actually, you know, paid for gas with cash, right? Got cash back. And then try to use that at a grocery store, right? You know, trying to spend everything in cash. And the gas station gave me a counterfeit $10 bill, okay? So that's why I personally don't use cash at a gas station. I do use a debit card, but I use the debit card as a credit card at a gas station only because of that personal experience that I personally had where... Quite literally, this gas station gave me fake money, okay? So personally, on like more of a safety thing, I use cash at groceries and eating out. Now, spending cash makes the spending more real, and there's an added advantage of knowing when you're out of cash instead of spending more than you want. A good example of this is when I was younger... I went to the movie theaters, right? Now, the funny part about this is that I didn't have any small bills. I only had a $100 bill. And let's just say the pain that you feel trying to give someone a $100 bill is horrible, right? It is brutal. It like almost like pulls on your heartstrings because you're like, why am I giving this person $100? It is a, such a painful experience. And let's say that you bring this to the grocery store using $100 bills. It's painful, right? Like just the other day, I used cash because I wanted to get like a little cardio workout equipment. And it was brutal spending over 100 bucks on this cardio equipment, right? Like it, like it was hurtful to spend money. Number two, small automatic transfers. When you get paid, automatically have a portion of your paycheck transferred to a high-interest savings account. And then have another portion automatically sent to an investment account. Now, a good example of this in an extremely automated way is with Acorns. You could go down below and check that out or go to 40unbox.com and just click the link for automatic investing savings. Because the way Acorns works is that you can set it up to just round up your everyday expenses, which is what I do, or set it to automatically invest a certain amount on a monthly basis. There's really no wrong way to do it, but I like doing the round up your everyday expenses because it's just cool to see how much it like adds up. I believe I made over $200 from just my daily expenses, which is pretty cool, and it's just purely automated, and you can basically put it into like an aggressive investment, which isn't really aggressive. It's just basically, you know, almost like a broad index. Number three, stay home. 
Now, going out makes you more likely to spend unnecessarily. You eat at restaurants, go to the mall, stop at the gas station for snacks, and it's hard to avoid spending when you're on the road. Instead, stay home and find some free entertainment. It's also a great way to bond with your family. Now, for the most part, we are not having that much trouble with this currently because of this whole, you know, stay-at-home orders for many different states and counties. But there are still people who want to go out there and do something, or just go someplace and like use it as an excuse to just, you know, oh, I gotta go, you know, to the grocery store because I need food, but really you don't, and it's just a way to get out of the house and spend money. Look, just stay home, make your own food, save money, spend time with your family, maybe play some games, maybe try to start an online business, work from home, all that kind of stuff. Maybe invest into your Roth IRA, or maybe even apply for unemployment. Either way, it's just better for you to stay at home. Number four, don't get magazines or emailed announcements from companies trying to sell your stuff. Their announcements of sales or cool new products make it very tempting to buy something you don't need. For example, eBay and Amazon are the biggest ones that do this. Instead, stop the catalogs and emails from ever getting to you in the first place, and you spend less. Or if you're going to sign up for any of this stuff, use like a dummy email account, right? Like basically, you know, an email account that you don't really care about, that you could just collect all these different emails from different companies for just their like rewards or find kind of like cool deals. But have it specifically away from the email that is connected to your phone. Okay. Number five, have a 30-day list. If you have an impulse to buy something you don't absolutely need, put it on a 30-day list. You can't buy anything but necessities. Everything else goes on the list with the date that is added to the list. When the dirty 30 days are up, you can buy it, but most likely the strong urge to buy it will be gone, and you can evaluate it more calmly. Basically, it just helps prevent you by like putting this on the paper. Helps prevent you from just acting on impulse. Number six, cook at home. I know it seems more difficult than eating out, but it doesn't have to be hard. Throw together a quick stir fry with frozen veggies and either boneless chicken or ramen, which is usually my go-to. Not only is this much cheaper than eating out, but it's also healthier. Now, of course, ramen is—you know—it varies, right? Because sometimes you could just overdo it with ramen; it's just way too many carbs. But there's other ways to do it. You could also take meal replacements, which are even cheaper than eating out and way healthier for you. But it's just a good way to really be focused on what you put inside your body and how much it costs. Number seven, exercise, and this is a pretty big one that everyone should do at some scale. Staying healthy is the best way to avoid costly medical bills later. Not to mention, it means you will save on pills and help you have a better life mentally as well. Now, this is also one of the reasons why I picked up a cardio machine so that I could do it in the morning. Like, I mean, I could technically walk, you know, down the road and all that kind of stuff for cardio. I could do jump rope as well. But I tend to wake up around 4 a.m., 4:30 a.m. And I like to do something in the morning. So what I'll be doing in the morning is 
riding this you know uh, exercise bike, which is technically a full body bike where you actually do like push and pull and also do the biking, plus calisthenics in the morning. So I'll basically be exercising for an hour for cardio and then just calisthenics every single day from now on around 4.30 a.m. And it's just a good way to basically meditate, knock that out so that I don't have to worry about it later on, and basically start off my day with a win, right? Number eight, use the envelope system. It's the same idea as using cash for spending, but in addition, you use envelopes to split your spending cash into categories. My non-bill categories are groceries, gas, and miscellaneous spending. Three envelopes, and when they're empty, I've spent my allotment. Now, typically, I usually don't do envelopes, but envelopes are basically for people who really need the structure. People who are like really OCD, envelopes are the best way to help you out because if you just leave a bunch of cash in your wallet and you have OCD, that's going to bug you so much. But having envelopes just makes things so simple, so clear, and you can organize it and it can calm you down if you have ADHD and OCD. Number nine, talk with your partner. It's important that you and your significant other be on the same page. You should have the same financial goals, and from there you should agree on a general spending plan and a policy for impulse buying that won't have either of you wanting to choke the other unless you guys want that. Make sure you both know what bills have been paid, what your balances are, etc. A weekly meeting of just 20 minutes accomplishes that. It doesn't need to take forever just sit down plan it out it's like hey this is what we are having to do communication is key number 10 stop spending your paycheck to be happy many times people buy stuff because they think subconsciously perhaps that it will bring them happiness they just have to have the latest gadget or shoes or cars It's so fun, and yet you buy that stuff, and you're only happy for a day or two at most, then you just need to buy more. It's a never-ending cycle. Instead, learn to love life. Find joy in nature and the people around you, and doing something you love, and exercise and meditation, or just helping other people. There's so much in life to make us happy that there's no need to find it in spending. Now, one option as well to kind of like taper this off because no matter who you are, it is very difficult to cut anything out cold turkey, right? It's just, it's hard. So what I recommend if you are someone who tends to spend money to like make yourself happy because it kind of gives you this rush, buy something that is extremely cheap. I'm talking maybe like a dollar or two dollars. Okay, and the reason for that is because it, you know, hits that, you know, little happy, mysterious organ that you might have, right, of spending money, but it's cheap enough to really not impact your life at all, right? Because the problem that I've seen is that when people get paychecks, they end up putting their money into lottery tickets, and of course, they're happy spending that money on lottery tickets, but then they basically lost all their money because you're not going to win the lottery, But if you were to spend maybe a dollar or two dollars, right, on a scratch off, on one raffle lottery, okay, that's fine. But the problem is people tend to spend a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, their whole paycheck. 
Like that's not the thing that you got to do. Just spend $1, right? Just spend $2. Make it very cheap to the point where it does not matter if you were to lose it. So that you could truly just enjoy spending that $1 or $2, right? And this could also be in the form of just buying an energy drink at the grocery store, buying, you know, your favorite coffee at Starbucks or something, but only at that time, not daily, not like a regular thing, okay? Because you don't want to keep spending money on a daily basis. You want to spend money once in a while. And if you got paid pretty well, okay, go spend five or 10 bucks on something that you really enjoy, maybe one really nice meal, okay? A really nice lunch, a really nice cheap pair of shoes. So feel free to watch more money lessons and check out the 40 Unbox podcast down below. And if you want a free stock worth up to potentially $500, go join Robinhood. And if you want to learn how to work from home or make money online, Learn the four steps below that you'd only need a computer, a phone, and a PowerPoint presentation down below. And, of course, be a master of your money by going to 40inbox.com, which there will be a link down below. And our Instagram is at 40 inbox, and we will be posting daily on there. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. If you did, feel free to leave a review and DM us on Instagram at 40 Box as to what you would like to learn more about when it comes to money and personal finance and making money. Now, if you want to learn the simple steps to make money online using just a phone or a computer in a PowerPoint presentation, join the free training below. You could join Robinhood and get a free stock worth up to $500 below and make sure to check out 40inbox.com to be a master of your money and there are useful tools on there to help grow your money on there as well like automated investing apps and just free resources that could really help you out and thanks for listening and see you on the next episode and this has been the 40 inbox podcast